Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hashtag no music, no intro. Saints Block Party Podcast, Week 18, Saints Falcons Preview, maybe the last game podcast ryan and i do for the season maybe not so much so much is at stake uh on sunday with the saints taking on the falcons in the nfl regular season finale uh we apologize for the video not being like it typically is um life you know sometimes just just happens and uh, there's a good possibility that I was not going to be able to record the preview pod tomorrow night because of work things. And so we kind of preemptively recorded it tonight and Ryan doesn't have his computer set up. And so if you're just, you're just, you're just going to see me this episode. I apologize. It is what it is, but just you, just, it, just me, just me, I'm just my, my... <laughs> um, so we'll obviously we'll break down the Falcons game. We'll break. I mean, we already talked about them um, regarding all the possibilities of how the Saints can enter the playoffs, either by winning the NFC South or making a wild card appearance. Um, if you're listening to this, like or follow us on whatever podcast app you're using to listen. If you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe. Um, being that this potentially may be the last regular season po- or podcast that we do if the season's in. Ryan and I have been thinking and trying to come up with the plan of, you know, we always do at least, we try to do, unless we're on vacation, we try to do at least one episode a week, regardless of it being regular season or not, um, even in the off season. But we really want to continue on like the momentum that we've we've built uh, this this last year. And so Ryan and I were talking about what we could do during the off season. So it's in the works, but I, I would say like, this is to, um, it's a, it's a thank you to our Patreons. It's a thank you also to our YouTube subscribers. And Ryan has said this, there's a, <laughs> our YouTube subscribers seem to be completely different than like our, like our podcast listeners. It's like, it feels <laughs> like it's two different, yeah, like two t- different continents. <laughs> Yeah, which, is, which which I'm not knocking it, but um, we definitely can do want to continue to build um our YouTube presence as well as rewarding our Patreons. And so, what we're tentatively planning to do is to start doing a weekly basis. So we're gonna do our weekly show talking about off season stuff and what have you, but we're gonna do another weekly show. Um, it's gonna be a live show on our YouTube channel. Um, if you're a Patreon, we'll make sure we'll, like, we'll send the link out and, you know, you can join. Um, but people who are subscribers of our YouTube, obviously they'll get the notification that we're doing a live show and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like a 30 minute show. There's going to be a topic and we're just going to talk about whatever that topic is. If we're getting questions from the, the stream regarding the saints, we'll answer it. It's just, anything. A, we'll, uh, just, a, just anything. 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 And I was actually thinking about this, and I, I haven't even ran it by you yet. I think it would be cool because we are the Saints Block Party podcast brought to you by BetterHelp. Is that every week we could do like a like a drawing or what have you of picking either someone from our Patreon or or a subscriber from our YouTube, and they would join us on that show. Like they oh, would be. This is the Saints Block Party podcast. This is the community that we built. What's what better way to show that this truly is a community is just by having people who support us be on the show with with us, right? Oh, yeah. Um so I think that's a fun idea. Um and so that's what we're going to plan to do and then for whatever reason if you miss the live show, we are going to post it as a podcast, but those live shows are only going to be posted to as a podcast for Patreons only. Um, mm. So 
you're not a Patreon, if you missed whatever we talked about, who knows, we might be dropping some some hints and some news and whatever. It's it's a reason for you to either subscribe to our YouTube channel um, or and become a Patreon. There you go. So that's that's starting at a dollar. Starting at a dollar a month. Dollar, bro. A dollar. Can't even get a McDouble. Can't get a can't get a Jeff small Be- fry for a dollar, bro. Jeff Bezos want me to pay two ninety nine for no ads on no ads, man. on Amazon Prime. Like, you know what? Let me stop, bro. I, I, I can't. I can't. I've been, I can't, been, I can't. been the best. I've been the Jeff supporter all this time. And you I, gonna do this? I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna criticize him, Ryan. I'm not gonna do it, bro. Listen, can't do it, bro. I ain't paying the two ninety nine though. Oh I'm no, I'm not. Oh no, I'm not. I mean, I'm I, I Prime. Use, Oh, Prime, I, I, oh yeah, I use Amazon Prime Video so so infrequently that like it's not, I'm I'm not worried about it. But we we could we could have a whole separate Jeff Bezos podcast episode. Anyway, um, before we dive into the game though, did I, how much of last night's um either game? I don't know if you saw um, Michigan and Alabama or Washington and Texas. I watched, um, I watched a good bit of the uh, Washington, Texas, a uh, little bit of the Michigan, Alabama. The two things I took from both games, because I watched them all in an entirety. It's crazy to me how just watching that Michigan game, I literally felt like I was watching like the Niners in 2011 all over mm. again, bro. Damn. Like, 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 Say what, and that's that's the the juxtaposition and the the shit I hate about sometimes having morality is. Yeah. I would love to just be like, man, if y'all don't fucking go out and get fucking Jim Harbaugh, he he's hundred percent coming back to the league. Like I think we could that that's happening. That's the thing, right? You don't go out and fucking make Don Yee Lee Yee your agent if you're not coming back, right? Right, right, right. But I was, I literally was watching it, man, and I was like, this this is. The, this is the Niners defense under Harbaugh. Like, th- like just the way that that Michigan, like he's built that program. Um, he, like, obviously he inherited a lot of the talent that he got with San Francisco before he got there, but mm-hmm. he put his, his, his handprints and his, and his culture on that team. And it just got me to thinking, and, I, and I'll, I'll say this. I do not at any point think the, I don't think Jim Harbaugh is an option for the Saints. I, if I was a guessing betting person, I'd probably guess he'd end up with Carolina. And then it's like, oh, like that's the last thing we need in our division right now, bro. No, please, no. You, you put Jim Harbaugh in a division with Dennis Allen, Todd Bowles, um, and what other coach am I missing? Um, a fucking Arthur Smith or maybe another, another coach, bro. Like, he would run away with the division, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> run away with it. Um, but I do know he, he his teammate put some feelers out prior, you know, when the whole stealing the signs thing happened. But it's just a long-winded example of just saying that is what when like when you think of a good coach, that is what you think of. Like mm-hmm. if you have a Jim Harbaugh team, or even John Harbaugh for that matter, you know you're getting a team that's gonna be coach well that's going to be physical the defense is more than likely going to be good um offensively you know they're going to run the ball a lot maybe they don't have the best quarterback but they're going to have an identity about themselves where they're going to be bullies up front offensive Mm -hmm. line defensive line like there's an identity to those teams right and it just goes back to how with dennis allen at the helm this is ending the end of season two you what is the identity of the New Orleans Saints, Ryan, offensively? <laughs> never had what? They never had offensive identity. None. None. Not a single thing. What is the op- what is the identity of them defensively? Like <laughs> a, 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 a sometimes decently good secondary, scrappy, like scrappy defense. I don't know. <laughs> I, got, I don't. But no, like people like Jim Ball, Sean Payton. Bill Belichick, um, you know these are program um, program builders. Yeah. Mike Tomlin, you know, Mike Tomlin, yep. they're program builders. They're not just X's and O's, and you know they come in and they completely rebuild everything from from every office, every department, scouting, recruiting, 
you know, where you sell tickets, the, everything, everything, everything. And, you know, where they practice, the way they, you know, everything, everything you could think of. And the buck stops with them, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, and that, you know, that lot good and bad comes with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes, it does. You just see what Sean Payton, he's been catching a lot of heat, uh, Pez, you know, week or two. And that's, I mean, that comes with the job. You're going to, you got to rebuild a program. You're going to get rid of some people that fans like. You're gonna, it's, it's going to, you are going to ruffle, ruffle some some feathers absolutely and you know but and that's what the saints need but we know we are at the point we're at the point of the saints where we know dennis allen isn't going anywhere this season um not he's not getting fired this off season so i mean it's still always going to be hashtag fires dennis allen but you know you just get to a point where it's like okay we we've beaten a dead horse I don't care, Ryan. This, this dead. I am. I am taking out an AK forty-seven. If anyone is a horse fan, I apologize. If anyone's a member of PETA, I also apologize. Like what I'm about to say. <laughs> Every fucking chance I get, Ryan. <laughs> Every chance I get. Um, and I, 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 I love horses. Just, but um, somebody gonna be triggered by that, bro. <laughs> I know, bro. That's why I, I tried to. As soon as I started, I was like, "Let me let me preface let me preface it let me preface this right." Um, but I still was gonna say it because that's just me. Let's go. Let's go to this Texas Washington game, and it it caused a lot of like discussion on in Saints Twitter and mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, thirsty, thirst. It would. Here's what I, here's what I would say. This is the only thing I'm going to say. Well, not the only thing, but there's a thing that stands out to me. I would find it almost fucking impossible that you have a quarterback with that talent, and we we can we I I can break I can break down the pros and the cons of of Michael Penix Jr. But he was in your building. On your couch, feet up. You would have to be blind if you were not Mickey Loomis, if you were not Jeff Ireland, uh, Dennis, what is it, La, Lachey, La, 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 I don't fucking know his name. Um, sure, to have watched that game and not thought, oh shit. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, so I started watching a little Penix, I would say like maybe like a week or two ago, just because this was still kind of like we were in the unknown of like, is Dennis Allen going to stay? Is he going to go? Like, if they're picking at 13, Penix was seen, like was like the likely one that may have fell to them and they didn't have to trade up to get him and whatever. And I've just watched a couple of, of snaps, just a couple of snaps. And I was just like, I'm telling legit, bro. Like, yeah. Watching all of that game last night, him coming into the league as a rookie, he probably already has, just arm talent-wise alone, a top six-ish NFL arm. Hmm. But the thing that impressed me the most about him last night watching him is that because he's torn his ACL twice mm-hmm. and honestly like if we being real like turn your acl twice like that should be, that should give him a green star on the saints board bro. we love drafting <laughs> we love that. shit we like ooh, injuries ooh. <laughs> like like this is like the, the fucking quarterback version of who uh he'll Curry uh, Ford? no well i was gonna, him too because he didn't have no cartilage in his knees uh kika uh kikaha bro like kikaha <laughs> didn't have no knees bro no knees no knees um he doesn't like to scramble. He doesn't like to run. He likes winning from the pocket. And there were plays last night, arm talent aside, all that aside, just the way he was able to move, navigate in the pocket, step up in the packet, evade the rush, but not scramble, mm. eyes down Beautiful. the field, and throw absolute fucking darts, Ryan. Darts, bro. Darts. <laughs> I had never watched him at all. I haven't watched one snap of Penix until last night. And I was like, well, God damn. Right. Like, like, this is, this is nice right here. You know what I'm saying? Like I could, 
I could get with this right here. Like we'll see, you know, <laughs> you'll get we'll break them down further, you know. We will, we future, will but, it, but just but like eye test could, initially, you could see it, period. You you, know? you could see it, and then if you're Mickey Loomis and you're Jeff Ireland, and maybe not Mickey, because I don't I know he's a smart football person. I don't want to like downgrade like, but like you can't tell me that you cannot envision an offense that he's at the forefront. He's throwing bombs to Chris Olave. He's throwing bombs to Rashid Shahid. He's actually using the middle of the like, and you're in like the perfect. They're in a perfect position as a team. And I'm going on this long tangent, knowing that there's no, there's like no, well, like no chance in hell that they're going to draft a quarterback. Just I just need to get this out right. But you're kind of in the perfect position to draft a player like that because you, Derek Carr is coming back for next season. He is what you've said. Derek Carr is what he is the perfect bridge quarterback, kind of that like that yeah. that tier. Man, you draft Penix, you don't even have to play him next year, nope. and just let him sit, and he don't have to do nothing. And maybe that you know he, I know he's healthy, but there's no chance of him like hurting himself next year as a rookie yeah. and just learn the offense. And Da probably would be, would be fired after next season if it didn't go well. So mm. then he, you then he like he starts kind of fresh with a new like a head coach and an offensive system. Like if there's a year to do it, bruh, it's this year. And, and, and if, and I say this, if you, if they were going to draft Patrick Mahomes in 2017, which they were going to do with Drew Brees still on the team and didn't worry about offending Drew Brees. Now I think maybe the reason they didn't trade up for Patrick Mahomes was because of Drew Brees, but you you can't you cannot with a straight face justify to me why you would potentially pass on someone like that. I get it. He has two torn ACLs. He's I think he's like old. He's he's been in college like six seasons, so he's older. So I think he's like twenty two, twenty three. So he's like an older. Yeah. Um, and he'll be an older rookie. Um, but that can't be the reason as to why you pass on a player like that. No, no, no. It. I mean, to me, it just makes a hundred percent sense. Not even just him. We're talking about him, but just right. quarterback in the first round in general. Correct. Um, like, just from a business standpoint, like, this is a quarterback league. You've seen since Drew Brees left how hard it is to, you know, get somebody at that position, a franchise quarterback. Um, the rookie deal is a is almost like a lottery ticket. When you hit, when you hit, you got to hit on the quarterback. Huh? Got to. When you hit. It's like a lottery ticket. You get four to five years of control of a player on a cheap deal. Um, and just from a business standpoint of, you know, the Saints fans are, are checked out, bro. Like checked out with no some, no reason, hope, no reason of hope going forward, bro. Like there's nothing they could really do this offseason that could really – be like, okay, man, we we back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. We on our way back or something like that. Yep. Nothing they could do. Except. Getting a, except getting a quarterback. Now you're like, okay, we we might be building something. No, regardless of what happened with DA or whatever. All that. It just makes let's, too much sense. Let me let me give you this example. Right. 2020. Okay. The Packers drafted Jordan Love. At 25 overall. I remember all the reports that came after it. Like every, like even, even, you know, NFL, big NFL media w- was slamming the Packers for like not going out and helping Aaron Rodgers, not getting him a weapon, not, yep. uh, Aaron Rodgers was pissed. The Packers are an annoying franchise. Let me preface by yeah. saying that you go, you go from fucking far, you go from Rodgers, and now maybe you have Jordan Love and, Jordan Love's season this season did not start out great. Like, he was very up and down, and at times he looked not great. But if you watch that Sunday night football game he had against against the Vikings, Mm. some of the throws Jordan Love was throwing in that game, bruh, unbelievable. Like, this is, like, not set, just, like, ridiculous throws, bruh. Yeah, and he, he he does that every week. He'll do one or two throws where it's like, oof. And you see it, and you saw that with him in college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, you, have to, you did. And, you did. So you know, and they, you know, all the criticism they took for that, sitting them on the bench all that, Come all on. those years. Talk about it. And then you know, this final year comes, 
And, you know, they signed him to like a little manageable incentive laden deal. Um, and now they set up, bro. Not saying he's going to be like this world beater, number nope. top five quarterback, but he's something you could build around going forward. Yes. You yes. know, they got young receivers with him. Ooh, um, they they're growing together. Ryan. Got some they weapons got growing. Weapons. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, they got weapons now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now you, you, you get, it's just a fresh start, you know? And, and man, be, like, when can the Saints be, do that, bro? And it's just because a smart organization had the foresight. Like that's that's really what it boils down to, because you as a franchise have to tell yourself we don't care. We know we might we know we might catch the ire of our starting quarterback, who's a franchise quarterback, who blah blah. You're going to take that hit, but you take that hit, and if you end up as a team being right about the quarterback that you drafted in the first round, you are changing your whole potential like where you are the franchise for, for years to come and seasons to come. And that's why I, I go back to the whole thing that Mickey said on the WWL head of just like, they're not thinking about the future. Like it, it's your job to think about the future. Literally. Like that, like that's what you have to be doing. So I don't, I don't want to get, like we'll, we'll dive into to the draft and, but I just wanted, it was just on everyone's, everyone's mind. It's fresh. Um, the performance he had and here, here's where it gets spicy though. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This episode of the Saints Block Party Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Woof, the holiday seasons are approaching and gift-giving season is right on the horizon. What do you do to give gifts? Well, me and my family, we have a website that we go to and we kind of just put what we want, make our little gifts, gift lists and... Then we kind of just go through the list and try to buy everybody the things that they want. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Well, whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do that. Best way to start is indulging in self-care. No better place to start than better help. But better help. You can give to yourself starting therapy, giving yourself self-care, and learn positive coping skills. It's simple. It's convenient. You get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Hudat today to get 10% off your first month again that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash who i am fast fucking fascinated to see washington against michigan because to me also also a trigger warning it feels very saints versus niners in the divisional round playoffs mm-hmm. You have a you have a team that is has built their identity on defense being just a bully defensively, exotic exotic you know pass rushes like whatever, um, strong run offense for Michigan quarterback kind of eh, um, but just bullies up front everywhere right, and then you got Washington, the explosive offense the the that could just put up numbers and score in a hurry and, and just in a blink of an eye, go down the field. It like, just like the, 
the contrast between the two teams feels very, and obviously Jim Harbaugh, obviously, um, very Saints Niners divisional round, um, just in terms of the styles. And so here's like the big question for not the big question, but for Penix is like he, I know what the knock's going to be kind of similar to the people, the knock that people had on Mahomes at the prospects, like, oh, he only won against like big 12 defenses, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be the same thing for Penix, right? He's only one of his like Pac-10 or Pac-12 defenses, you know, that are not very good defensively. I don't know what's going to happen with him in the draft. I don't know how high he could go, but I, I mean, I, don't, I know, I know one thing. I know NFL decision makers are like, fuck. Cause it's like, cause he's older, which is a huge knock. He has two torn ACLs in injury history, which is a huge knock. And he comes from an offense that is a great, like, schemed offense, but that yeah. probably not, like, an actual, like, quote-unquote NFL offense. But no. who comes from an NFL offense these days from college, right? So all, I, can, I I just see the knocks, but then there's always that. That, that arm, arm though. That arm, though. That's what I'm saying. So you're going to see you're gonna see all the talk. It's all going to be about the medical, man. Like, when, when they get into the combine and – uh, team's medical uh, medical staff, you know, knock, pull on his leg and all that stuff, take a look. If he looks good to go, he's going high, bro. Like, he uh, is if, going if, he, high. if his medicals are, are straight, bro, like, I cannot see him going. I can't see him flop, falling right. out of the top six, bro. Like, just it's not like he's coming so... out injured. It's not like he's coming out injured. He's right. good, you know what I'm saying? So, shit. Anyway, I just had to had a little little look, the old the old Adam for a second had to come out. Draft Mecca, draft Mecca came out a little bit. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about the Saints Falcons game. It is uh, Falcons Hate Week. Hashtag fuck the Falcons. <sighs> the easy the lazy analysis would just to be uh you know, the Bears and Justin Fields just put it on them and like scored thirty plus <laughs> points on them. All that shit goes out the window, man. Like I all out the window. All out the window. Um, oh, by the way, if you want to be in the raffle to go to the last game of the season, tentatively, um please either do something in terms of promoting the pre or the recap we did for the Bucks episode or doing something on social media that is promoting the podcast for this preview game for the Falcons. And all we're asking for is for you to tell us what was your favorite Saints Block Party podcast uh, moment of 2023 and why. That's it. And you're entered into it. And honestly, I'm, if you want to go to the game, like, I, I'm, I, I just know how our raffles have been. Like, it, it, you just may need to be do it just one time. Like, and you may and you may be the only person in fucking raffle. Maybe in there. Which would be in, like I could not even like. Could you imagine if we just had like had this podcast in the season tickets during Drew Brees days, bro? Oh, bro. Like, what? We, we would not have. I was. We will not have one raffle entry. Is what I'll say. Also, Mickey, we have money, so fuck you about the economy. <laughs> so anyway, Saints Falcons. The here's the thing for me for this game. I am fascinated to see. So today's we're recording this Tuesday. Um, if you're a Patreon, you're going to be able to listen to this on Wednesday. If non-Patreons, you're listening to this probably on Thursday. Um, I am fascinated to see what AK's injury status will be for this game. And oh, yeah. I, because I felt like that first drive against the Bucks obviously was our best drive of the season. And it was a great combination of pass, run, the offensive line was actually run blocking very well for mm-hmm. AK and he was looking like old AK. And I think if, if they want to win this game, that had like them being able to run the ball successfully, um, hopefully with AK, if, if he's able to play is a huge part of that. Um, because that, to me, that's a, that's a huge component of the game when the season for the Saints off- offensively. Well, I mean, they, they can't run the ball without him. Nope. <laughs> they can't run the ball. Pretty much, bro. Like, I, and, and it feels like, and I don't know if it's the run blocking. I don't know if the def, if opposing defenses have just prepared better against it. Also, I don't feel like they go to it 
enough, but it feels like the Taysom runs are not being as effective as they have been in the past either. So if you're not getting any any juice off of that, and you're not getting any juice, well, we know they aren't getting any juice with fucking Jamal Williams run the ball. Like then, then you just become a one-dimensional offense that is very easy to prepare for. Exactly, exactly. Which is why even even if they're running Jamal Williams and he's not getting much, they might have to just kind of stick with it. As annoying as annoying as it is, just to stick with that play action. Because I'm telling oh. you, bro, like when they when they run play when the Saints and Pete Carmichael are running play action. You know, that's the best that's the best Derek Carr you're gonna get right there. Yes. And it, uh, it was clear against the Bucks, bro. Clear. clear. And against clear. the Giants, too. And against the Giants. So it's like they need to stick with that, even if it risks, you know, two yards in the cloud of dust with um with Jamal Williams. Um uh, it's gonna be interesting, bro, because look, I mean, I, I just throw that Bears game out. It was like a ugly, just terrible weather. You know, B. John Robinson, he still averaged like five yards per carry. Um, Tyler Hennigke was horrible. He was like 10 of, 10 of 29, like Ooh. 10 of 29, completed 10 Ooh. passes, bro. Just horrible. He, he hurt his ankle. So they don't know if he's going to start this week. If I was him, I'd go with Desmond Ritter. Cause he didn't, he didn't beat us before already. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit. And, I, yeah. Any, he, he, when you, like you said, I guess the, in the previous preview pod, like the game plan was, when you hit your back foot, if if the read's not there, run. That's it. I would, and it, and it and it worked all game last game. Like why change it up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless the Saints defense stop it, why change it up? I would run the hell out if I were them. I would just run the hell out of the ball with Bijan, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Tyler Tyler Iger. Tyler, I got Tyler Iger. He bust he bust off like a 75 Ooh, yard yeah, I saw catch it. and run, uh, like. Bro, like the Saints defense, they they yeah, you can do pretty good against Rashad White and the in the Bucks little offensive run blocking, but like I gotta see you stop the Falcons run game. I gotta see that. Because they have not they have not stopped it in the last three games that they played against the Falcons. No, no. And against anybody else, really. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. So oh. If, if they bring, if I see the Falcons busting off them big runs, bro, early, bro, oh boy, it could be a long Sunday. Because look, the the Falcons are still alive for the playoffs. Like, this, yeah, they are. Out is so trash. If Which I didn't Falcons realize win, until like a couple of days ago, like like a y- yesterday or two days. I was like, wait, if the Falcons win and, and who loses, they're in with their if, record. If the Bucks lose to the Panthers, which like would shock me if that happened, it would shock right, me. but. You know, you just never know in the NFL. Cra- cra- crazier things have happened. And then the Falcons win. They will be the fourth seed, bro. They will be a higher seed than the, than the Lions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's just crazy. That's just crazy to me, man. But it can happen. So they have everything to fight for. Arthur Smith fighting for his life right now. Fighting for his life. Literally. Like, literally. No, not literally. Sorry. He's, he's not going to. coaching life. <laughs> fighting for his coaching life right now. So, you know, I think they're going to, you know, I think they're going to put out a, a good effort, man. I don't think they're going to give up, you know, something, so, something, you know, well, since they're close to drafting high or whatever, maybe want a quarterback, maybe. But I, I don't see any reason why uh, uh, Arthur Smith would, you know, like start sitting players and shit like that. Oh, he has hell, no reason. Hell he has no. no reason to do that. So unless all of them down from the top, I don't know. I would, I am going to give you, an analogy is that the Falcons are literally in the same position that the Saints were against the Bucks mm. last week. Yep. We like all 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 the parallels, right? They came off a, a, like a nasty loss. Obviously, the Saints had a longer like break in, in terms of um, like ten days from the Rams game to the Bucks game, but came off a nasty loss. It was embarrassing, and then you had to go away and play a divisional opponent knowing that if you did not win one, your playoff, your playoff dreams were at that point, likely like completely done. And then two, there's also this, a a smaller subplot that depending on potentially how you would have lost, maybe the head coach is fired. Right. So we already saw how the saints responded to that against the bucks. They, they had a great first half and a decent, like up until like, 
mid third quarter, bro. Like I was like, okay, here these niggas go. Like this is this here here it fucking comes, right? But they eked out and squeaked out a win um, against a better team that probably wouldn't have happened. But they're going against the Bucks and they got lucky. The Falcons are almost identically in the same exact situation the last week of the season. I do wonder if if there's going to be any scoreboard watch like at the half, and they go in and see that the the Bucks are up, you know, twenty two to twenty three to you know three against the Panthers, and then the Saints are no, but both teams are know that but there ain't no playoffs. And well, here's then, the thing though, but because because remember, there's other the Saints ways. Are still, the, yeah, the Saints are still yeah. alive for the uh, for the wild card. Wild card. But the Falcons would not be. The only way the Falcons, Falcons can make the – yeah, is that they have to win and Tampa Bay has to to lose. And then the Falcons would make the playoffs at 8-9. and nine. Or no, 8-10. and No, it'd be, they'd be 8-10. and 10. Ugh. Ugh. 8-9. <laughs> yeah, 8-9. I'm not dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the only way the Falcons can make the playoffs. And then the Saints make the playoffs by winning – in Tampa Bay, either losing or tying with the Panthers, or the Saints tie and the Bucks lose, and they would clinch the NFC South. And then the only other way, other than them winning the NFC South, is that they can make the playoffs is via a wild card berth. Is that they would have to win. The Seahawks would have to either lose or tie against the Cardinals, and then Green Bay would have to lose or tie against the Lions. Lions. What's this Lions? Yeah, but the Lions may not have anything to play for, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, um, according to, to Campbell, he says they're playing, but you know, you never know. Uh, you know, you don't never know if they tell like the they may they may be playing until like halftime, and then they're like they're exactly. not playing exactly. So that's pretty much it. So either the the Saints, either way, the Saints either have to win or tie, and. The Seahawks and the Packers either have to lose, uh, will have to lose. So, so weird. <laughs> so fucking weird. The Saints would have to tie, and the Seahawks would have to lose, and Packers lose, and they could get a wild card spot. Or the Saints would win, and then the Seahawks would, could lose or tie, and then Green Bay could lose or tie. Jeez. When, okay, I'm not gonna, I shouldn't even put this out there, but I don't fucking care. Wouldn't it be like the most Saints shit ever, bruh? Not. Not even getting, not even the Packers and the Seahawks losing. What if both those teams fucking tied, bro? Like the least probable shit, and then they they didn't beat the Falcons, bro. <laughs> uh, oh no, the Green Bay actually plays the Bears. Actually, okay, it's all right. It's the Bears, not the Bears. Yeah. So the Bears. But uh, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It'd be interesting, man. I just, it's just I just, I, I can't, I can't handicap this game, bro. Like I don't know, like I could easily see the Saints losing this game because obviously they lost against the Falcons early this year, um, and I could see them coming out, you know, scrappy and fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> I do expect them to get the Falcons' best shot, like from jump, just like just like yeah. the Bucks got the Saints' best shot from jump. And what the Saints are going to have to do, and is they're going to if they come out and get punched in the mouth they're going to have to withstand it and come up with a counter punch. And that's, that's things that I think it goes back to coaching that we've seen a lot. in DA's first two seasons with the saints is that they, they came back against the um, blanking. They came back against the Colts this year. Um, and then last year, if I remember correctly, they made, you know, they, they, it was back and forth against the Seahawks, but oftentimes when teams come out and punch the saints in the mouth, then like score a touchdown and go up, bruh. Like it, like it, it's it. still. I don't. I'm not saying every time, but like oftentimes it feels like that's a game. Yeah, which is an insane position to be if, a feeling to have as a fan, Ryan. <laughs> insane, bro. <laughs> um, it's like um, what? It's just, uh, and it's. it's I mean, it'll be such someone, a terrible note to end the season, though. Like if they lost. Lost to the Falcons, even if they don't make the playoffs, you know, playoffs out, you know, just throw the playoffs out. Just losing to the Falcons the in Falcons. the season would be such a, especially this Falcons team, would be such a downer going into the offseason, man. Just like last offseason. I mean, 
you would have two seasons ending of you losing to divisional teams. And that Panthers team was worse than this Falcons team. Oh, yeah. And it would be such a downer. I w- I w- I'm going to ask one of our, whoever we have our listeners, We can we have a listener look up these past two seasons that if the Saints um, opposing team scored a touchdown first, not it doesn't have to be the first drive, just like score a zero to zero. If the opposing team touches touchdown first, how many of those games did the Saints actually end up winning? Mm, it's a little stat. I'd be fascinated to know, bro. I would be fascinated to know because if it's not not if it's not that many games, that to me is just very. In, I mean, a lot of things are indicative, but that to me is just so indicative of like the coaching of like if you get if they if a team comes out and punches you in the mouth and they score first, like every everyone kind of just like oh, oh I don't have the coaching. I don't have. I don't have the coaching ability to fight fight back. Like that's it. I don't know, I don't know what you want me to do. Uh, you can't live like that in 2024 in today's NFL, right? You can't do it, bro. You can't. Yeah, yeah I, was just, I was just laughing at DA, bro, because DA he was talking about how you know, look, it's hard to win in the NFL. It's hard to win. And I guess he had this thing where he told the players like you, you got to be great against hard or something like that. It was weird. I was like, what? <laughs> got to be good against hard. <laughs> but i was just thinking about it i was just thinking about it like from his perspective it really is hard to win in the nfl bro like with 22 23 games all out there and for like other coaches it's like it's it's hard but it's not it's not not that hard nigga like that hard damn Nigga, real dumb out here. Um, a question that D posed um, on Twitter, and I, I I wanted to get your ask your opinion on it and your thoughts because it's a good topic. Do you do you as a fan? I'm asking Ryan as a fan. Do you want? This version, this Saint, this current year's Saints team to make the playoffs. One is a uh, strong word, man. Just <laughs> already knowing that DA is like ninety percent, ninety five percent, you know, going to be brought back and and retained and and what have you. Do you want this Saints team to go, you know to make the playoffs because they would be they would be like. The fourth team, they'd be fourth seed. So be playing the fifth seed, which I don't know off the top of my head. I would have to look, but like it, I don't know. Um, fourth seed would be fifth seed is the Lions, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it would be the Lions, wouldn't it? Potentially, Mm -hmm. no, it wouldn't be the Lions because they're they're winning their division. They're winning the. No, the Wilds are like the third seed. It would be the Eagles as of right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Here, here's the crazy thing, Ryan. I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to put this out there. I think it sounds weird to say because I, I know you and I have been like super fucking hard on this team recently. All, all deserved. I think that that Eagles Saints game would be kind of like a, a coin flip, bruh. Yeah, I mean, with this, this, with this Eagles team? With, yeah. with this Eagles team. This right. Eagles team. I think that game would be a coin flip, honestly. I mean, yeah. I, look, bro, if the, if the Saints got to the playoffs, man, like, it'll be annoying. But, man, I'm going to be, be right here on the Zoom. <laughs> right here. I'll say right this. Right on the Zoom, bro. On the Zoom, Matt. I will say this. If this Saints team made the playoffs and went against the Eagles, and it would be a home game. So it'd be mm-hmm. in New Orleans and they can do some stuff against the Eagles and they get a win against the Eagles in the playoffs on the on Zoom, bro. Like that, that, that would be just a highlight of our, of our podcast for them to be in the playoffs, be playing well in the playoffs and win a playoff game like that, that just from that perspective, right? Like the Zoom would be lit all, all of it. It'd be, it'll be a fun time to have. Um, 
what what it would mean long term. Uh, it come down from reality afterwards, though. Will be up because you know, because you know, Loomis and them, they're gonna be feeling oh. themselves, bro. They go. It would. It would be nothing. It would be the definition of little Gamora asking Thanos, "What did it cost, bro?" <laughs> like, like she's asking all of us that as soon as the game is, bro. Clock struck zero zero Monday morning. We waking up a little Gamora like at our bed. Did you did you do it? <laughs> what did it cost? <laughs> Everything. Everything, bro. Every budget. Oh. But you know what, man? If 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 it came with with that, it it kind of is what it is. Obviously, I have you know we have our concerns and just of like the long lasting decisions and how it could like just be ungood for the Saints' future going yeah. forward, bro. But like, I don't know different. You know, you in the past, you ever get with someone and you knew you knew it was the absolute worst fucking thing. You knew, bruh. But that, what, two hours, three hours, y'all were together, mm. bruh? Mm-hmm. I feel, feel like... So, so that means you bust one, bruh. you like, fuck it. Just do it. That would be the sense. That would be the sense. In the playoff game and just the Eagles, bruh. It would be hilarious. I'd be here for it, though, because I hate the Eagles. Oh, yes. Well, especially I hate the fans. Oh um, yes. So I take it, bro. Like any kind of playoff win, but man, we'll see, man. We will see. Well, they, have yet just, to, they have yet to do anything to convince me that they could be. They could do anything because they have yet to have like two consistent performances, like two consistent good performances. Wait, yeah. did they? Okay, so even so, they won that Colts game. Was the Bears mm-hmm. game after the Colts game? I believe so. I think it was. And even that Bears game. That yeah, Bears was. game was kind of like, I I was not thinking. Like, I didn't think they were going to pull pull that shit out, bro. I did not think they would at all. And honestly, probably if, if Justin Fields was playing, they probably wouldn't have, honestly. But I, I digress. One last thing. Can we give some small love to our dude, Joey's dude, Bonfire, Zach Bond. Can, hey, can we? Bond, baby. He was featured on a on a Baldy breakdown. breakdown, bruh. People, people probably don't even know that Baldy's been on our podcast. <laughs> like that. that was a long time ago, bro. Long time ago, bruh. Um, and also, Baldy was also saying that Marcus Davenport need to get his shit together. He uh, pointed it out, bruh, early. Bro, I got I shit. Man, I know I had to find that, pull that up, and 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 just make that a clip to like you know, all like you know the bike the Vikings uh, Twitter <laughs> when they be talking about it, bro. That was from twenty twenty, right? That was four, four years ago, bro. Man, sh- told you who he was, but I want to give credit to Zach Bond for ju- like I feel like he's a perfect example of, of a player who. Maybe like if you're built, if you're built differently, like you could kind of just give up and just say, you know what, fuck, if they're not using me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like the passion for football, like, but he hasn't, he stayed ready. And after three and a fucking half years of us as a fan base pleading, begging with this team to let this man pass rush, just begging, right? Something, this is a part time pass rush. On third downs, bro, that's all we was asking for. They did it in the Giants game, um, and then they did it against the Bucks. And the times and opportunities that he's had to rush the passer, shocker, spoiler alert, he looks like he did in college. He is good at rushing the passer. Like, he hit that. He hit the rip and the spin. I was like, man, look at that. So I'm do some power. I'm like, all right, Zach, boy. Five, three. Um, and of course, it's happened in his what this is his what his final season, yeah, final season, yeah, cost that man money, bro. Cost the money, Ryan, money. Um, and to me, if I'm 
looking at the outlook of the team, like to me, like that's a player I want to bring back. And if I'm the Saints, mm-hmm. I think the way that you have to approach this offseason is like you have to approach this offseason assuming and acting like Isaiah Foskey does not exist on the team. Straight up. Straight up. Just just like that, bro. Just like that. He does not exist. Like whatever you get from him, he basically is like a he, – he was drafted lower, but he's basically – Oh man, they they gotta they gotta get a pass rush, bro. Because he's just Bruh. like he's becoming pay, he's becoming the second round Peyton Turner, Ryan. Bro, like why is he not on IR? <laughs> Him, Kendra, bro. Kendra, like what are y'all doing, man? <laughs> we just got a W and head coach that don't understand how the IR system. <laughs> he's like, what? They come back? Oh, I thought it was the old. No, I know, I know that's what it is. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyhow, we we wanted to get this out. Um, make sure we we did it for this week. It may be it may be the last preview pod of the season, so we wanted to make it a good one. We went a little long, but um, we had fun doing it. So we hope that everyone had a great and happy New Year. Uh, our Zoom it may be our final Zoom of the sea of you know, of this season of the NFL season is closing. So if you are a Patreon, hop in the zoom on Sunday, make it a memorable one. Um, it's, it's good vibes. We're all watching the game and having fun and just enjoying, enjoying the game. And we don't, whatever happens to be, you know, the highs are highs and the lows are hilarious. It's, yep. it's what it becomes like, that's it. Um, but thank y'all so much. Uh, YouTube, like and subscribe sorry about the video but we'll make sure the video for the recap pod will be both ryan and i and um just be on alert for if you want to go to the final game against the saints and falcons please enter the raffle uh promote on social media any social media let us know that you promoted just what was your favorite SBP moment of last year and be on the lookout for our YouTube live stream 30 minute <clears throat> little compact shows we plan to do this upcoming off season the way that you can be a part of it in terms of just watching or what have you be a subscriber to our YouTube channel or be a Patreon we'll be sending out the information when the show is going live you can ask us questions we're going to try to have a topic for each little short that we do we'll try to keep it abbreviated and then a goal that we're going to have is having someone from our community be on the show with us. Um, we think that's going to be a really cool, dope thing that we're going to do. So we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We will be back on Sunday night recapping the game. Maybe the Saints will be in the playoffs. Maybe they won't. We don't know. We'll find out. Either way, with that, we're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.